episode eight, nine, episode nine, uh, episode nine. So this is actually my fourth attempt to record this ninth episode. Um, uh, for some reason, the app I was using has been crashing and deleting what can only be described as podcasting gold, uh, never to be heard by anyone um, ever again. So you really lost out there. Um, I'd left you on a cliffhanger. Uh, I was viewing a car to see if I wanted to buy it. Um, the dramatic conclusion to last episode's gripping finale is that I don't want to buy it. Um, it was a black Dodge Dart. It looked good. It looked quite sporty. Um, but the build quality was, at best, questionable. At worst, shocking. Um, the engine vibrated violently, and this was transferred through the steering wheel to my hands. Um, and through my hands to my arms, to my shoulders, to my face, and to my head. Um, it was quite annoying. And the long-term industrial injury known as white finger that people get from using heavy machinery that vibrates uh, would probably be showing symptoms in my outer limbs within about 10,000 kilometers of driving. So surprisingly it was a no um, and I'm now back in my luxurious Ford Fusion which I actually missed. Um, I really did. Um, I recommend you uh, consider this car if you like a comfortable, fast, uh, smooth driving vehicle that also uh, completely rinses your wallet of money um, because it's expensive to run. Um, I have talked about the content of this podcast four times now. Um, I was much more enthusiastic about it before, as enthusiastic as I do get on most things. And... Um, doesn't quite have the same impact to me personally I know you're hearing it for the first time but me talking about it for the for the fourth time um, it now seems quite boring so um, what was I talking about oh yeah so I thought I would try and further the social media efforts of this podcast by uh, thinking of some clever tweets to tweet at people with big Twitter followings to um, basically get them to reply and interact and shed a bit of light on the podcast. And it didn't quite work out that way um, at all. Um, what happened was the um, tweet that I thought was quite clever, the tweet that I thought was uh, timely, the tweet that I thought would uh, really get the attention I expected it to uh, did nothing. None of the eight followers that I now boast on Twitter uh, bit, they didn't favourite, they didn't retweet. Um, when I mean bit, I mean in terms of like a fish biting. I don't mean that that isn't a button you can press. Um, so yeah, and what happened was uh, I composed a tweet to Elon Musk, the uh, evil billionaire uh, who initially looked like a saviour to mankind but slowly is looking like a crazy person with uh, genetically modified hair and a kind of very shocking kind of approach to uh, dealing with staff. I mean, 
Uh, I'm sure he's typical of a billionaire. You don't get to be a billionaire by being a nice person. Um, most people I do know who have lots of money. There are a few people I know who have money who have uh, who are nice, but overwhelmingly, uh, people who have money tend to not be the most uh, human people in the world. Money does, and that's no, no, through no fault of their own. Their own. Um, I genuinely believe that money, when you have it, it kind of warps your perspective on the world. Not everyone. Some people are great, and it doesn't affect them. But some people, it does. It's kind of like money is power. Power corrupts. Um, regardless of how much money you have, um, you kind of sometimes even a little bit can sometimes go to your head. Um, I once found twenty pound on the floor, uh, English pounds, UK pounds, and it went to my head, and I blew it on sweets and magazines. Um, I was drunk on my own power. Um, it was money that I didn't expect to have. I hadn't budgeted for it. And rather than putting it away towards something useful, I bought a copy of... Um, I think it was like What Car Magazine, a, a Mars bar, a Whisper, and a big bag of Haribo. And I ate them all. And I didn't read the magazine. So, you know, evidence that power corrupts. So, back to the tweet for Elon Musk. It said... And I'm not reading this. I'm remembering this. I have an incredible uh, memory. Ten uh, percent of the time, ninety percent of the time, it barely functions. But I, I can retain some things that I have no power over. I can't power learn and then bring it up. Sometimes I just remember things, and I can't. They can't leave my head, and I remember them whether I want to or not. I remember this tweet mainly because I was so proud of it. Um, so Elon Musk at Elon Musk let's talk in the Twitter language in future please launch all of your rockets from a secret layer inside a dormant volcano it just feels so right and then I put in brackets asking for a friend uh, and yeah nothing happened Elon didn't bite the um, what I imagine a young man in snazzy clothing with a some kind of large beard with beard wax is neatly trimmed and uh, tattoo sleeves who runs his Twitter feed uh, and maybe he says hey Elon these tweets are good well, reply to these um, his social media manager uh, he didn't bite uh, no, none of the followers did nobody did um, it still sat on Twitter with all of my expectation glaringly obvious and none of the results also glaringly obvious so um, I might just give up on social media altogether. Um, I'm, I might just, um, I might just buy a van, with, which maybe is unsafe to drive on the road because I don't plan on driving it. But those ones do tend to be cheaper. Spray paint the name of the podcast on the side and then leave the van on the side of a busy road. And I wonder whether that would get more traction than social media. Maybe. Um, writing it on my chest and running through a sports match uh, getting arrested uh, in, in the process uh, not completely naked, I don't mean naked from the top up um, maybe that would be a good way to promote the podcast um, donating some thing to charity or something, I don't know what I would give of mine to charity that would be of use 
Um, I would give my time, but I have young children and time is a commodity I'm short on. Um, I don't... I'm running out of ideas. Maybe I set myself on fire. Um, I don't know what that would do. Uh, I could get a tattoo on my face. Um, It would reduce my employability. But everyone would see the podcast every time they looked at my face. And then I just have to make sure as many people saw my face as possible. Um, But, you know, actually that wouldn't work. I've never seen anyone with a tattoo on their face that I felt comfortable staring at at for a long time to actually read what the tattoo said or what it was depicting. So um, it's it's quite a threatening thing. Um, Not that everyone with face tattoos is threatening, but I think it does send a message, and I think people do select them for that reason. Um, Once there was a dinner lady. Um, If you don't know what a dinner lady is, if you're not from the UK, a dinner lady is tended to be a... uh, usually an elderly woman or someone who, who was uh, not in full-time work otherwise and they would come and help herd children around the playground at lunchtime uh, while the teachers could have a break. Um, make sure that you scraped your tray uh, food waste into a bowl and that you ate all your greens. Uh, and the dinner lady, she had uh, two blue eyebrows that had been tattooed on. Um, I can rem- remember them vividly. Um, they were like tattooed arches, so permanent eyebrows, which I just found bizarre um, because she just picked an expression that I would describe as surprised. They were kind of like uh, slightly curved, elliptical shaped eyebrows. Um, you know, eyebrows are usually quite expressive. You can use them to show, show lots of emotions. Uh, you can raise one. To show a kind of dry reaction you can uh, lift them up you can put them down you can crinkle them together in the middle uh, to look angry or confused uh, but she just looked surprised she committed to the tattoo artist said so you, so you need some eyebrows and she said yes and he said well what style of eyebrows because once you pick this emotion it will be on your face until you die uh, and it will still be there after you die and if relatives look at your body you'll be dead but you will still outwardly project that emotion because of these eyebrows. And maybe they had a book with different eyebrow choices in. And she said, I'll go for the surprised look, please. And he said, are you sure? And she said, yes, make me look surprised forever. I want my dead body to look surprised. And when the mourners come, they'll go, oh, look how surprised she is that she's dead. And yeah, she committed to it. She had surprise eyebrows. And well, I don't. I've kind of run out of things to do with that story, to be honest. I mean, she just had surprised eyebrows tattooed on her face. So uh, I've got a lot to talk about in the next episode because there's been a huge development in terms of my commute. Um, a commute development that I believe will save the environment and reverse climate change. Um, I will leave that hang in i will not give you any more information beyond that and hopefully you'll be clinging on with anticipation about what the next episode will be so yeah uh i think it'll be episode 10 next um so we're really really banking those episodes 
uh, spread the word as well. Um, email me. I can't remember the email, um, but we're now on Facebook. We're now on Twitter. Uh, I say we, me. I am now on Facebook. I am now on Twitter. Um, until a team of people start to email me, offering to work for free um, to help prepare all of the content that you uh, hear in this podcast because it is extensive, it's well-researched, it's also, um, you know, kind of uh, well put together. There's a lot of thought in each episode, and maybe a team of people would help. So, this is me, signing off, and I shall speak to you soon.